To a group of people, cars are just a means of transportation. It's a type of appliance. It gets them from point A to point B and also typically just helps out for them to run their errands, such as transporting things or ferrying people. However, to another group of people, cars are their passion, their heart and soul. They can go on and on about this and that about cars. Here, we talk about both sides of the story, from the daily grocery getter to that niche car culture. I'm Lord. I'm Daniel. I'm Mizi. Welcome to the Malaysian Cartel. A very happy new year, everybody. We have finally left 2020 behind. Uh, and we're now entering into 2021. Are you guys excited? Yeah, man. Uh, Listen how dead everybody sounds. <laughs> it's COVID, man. I think the whole COVID thing has made us all really sluggish as we enter the new year. And also with the new year, uh, I think we've got a couple of exciting things, right? One of which is a brand that's very commonly associated with being Anker. Mm. And it seems like this year it's going to be Anker no more. <laughs> There's going to be two different exciting cars apparently that's coming out. First of all is the, uh, I'll say this is a rival to the Honda City Type R. This will be the Vios GR Sport. It's um, basically a, quite a souped up version of the standard um, Vios, Toyota Vios, or the facelifted one, of course. And surprise, surprise, it actually comes with um, slightly sportier uh, specs. That is something I didn't uh, expect to see at all. How sportier? So uh, I think, right, of course, we all wish it would come with turbo, <laughs> but it doesn't come with any powertrain or turbo. Right. But it comes with something um, that I think was present on the TRD Vios many aeons ago, which is the which is a sports-tuned suspension. Okay. So it says here that it will deliver a superb handling and enhanced stability on straight roads and around corners. And on top of that, it rides on really huge wheels. These are 17-inch wheels, guys. Did you say 17? Yep. 17-inch wheels on a Vios GR Sport. I... It's a bad mistake, man. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I like how the car looks. It's uh, 95k. The car starts at about 95,200 something ringgit. Yeah. Sounds like a bargain. <laughs> Sounds like a bargain. <laughs> are, you, are you being sarcastic or what? <laughs> no. A <laughs> uh, Vios lover can, can get a GR rated car at 95k. Means like, wow. <laughs> they can sell off their old Vios and get this one. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's actually quite cool. I mean, the, the front bumper, really, you look at it one time, you straight away know it's a GR. It's a GR model, right? With, they, have that, they have that iconic GR uh, vent on the side, the two-tiered vents, the white kind of thing cutting in between. And I think the, the one thing that will make the both of you groan a lot is the 10-speed CVT. Oh. Ooh. So they basically took the standard 7-speed CVT and the plus 3. So now the Vios GRS has 10-speed CVT with a sports-tuned suspension, paddle shifters, and GR sports seats, and beautiful 17-inch ribs. Uh, I can see, I uh, already I can see tons of guys lining up in Toyota showroom already. <laughs> I really like the looks, but I'm not sure if the CVT is actually helping the car, to be very honest. I feel like they, they, missed, the, they missed the spot where it could have been a manual instead. 
but instead they went for sales number. Like. Yeah, that's the thing, like <laughs> they went for sales numbers. But you do, like you said, you do get a lot of GR goodies. You get the uh, GR bumper, the body kit, the rims, GR seats, and hold up, guys, a GR sport badge. <coughs> Pose up. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, uh, reading through the spec and listening to those things that you mentioned, uh, it reminds me of. Uh, my car last time when it was uh, about to launch, you know, I mean, it's basically like the highest trim version of that model, you know what I mean? So the R3 RS was similar like this. It has unique stuff, unique, unique um, parts on uh, installed on it. At the same time, it is also uh, has uh, performance enhanced uh, parts. Uh, so basically, it's, it's like replicating the R3 RS last time so yeah it's looking good but the r3 had power bump right yeah yeah that's the thing the vios Jarrett doesn't have a power bump uh, yeah it's the same old formula from since 2005 where there's no bump in power there's only aesthetics uh, a little bit of the suspension that's it you mentioned something with the suspension yeah it's a sport suspension last i guess it's going to be stiffer and more uh, I don't know, steady on high speeds, right? I don't know, to me it's like same old, same old. What else is new? Yeah, but 107, 107 PS, 140 Nm, that's a bit, that's a bit low lah. Yeah, yeah, I beat the Russell lah with my Iris. <laughs> <laughs> like my Iris has four, four more horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> and lighter too, right? Oh dear god, my Iris is heavy, guys. Oh, that's the other thing. This Vios GRS is surprisingly light. I mean, compared to my car, I was that was I was quite surprised. What's the weight? Uh, it's about. Let me just pull up here really quick. The curb weight is about one thousand one hundred and fifty kgs. Yo, with that, the seventeen inch wheels. That is light for this car. My car is one point two k kg. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think this is like like. Music said it's going to be all over the road and it's going to be a great rival to the inevitable city type R's and uh, <laughs> we shall see lah. <laughs> we will have our own Japan GT on our federal highway. <laughs> oh dear god. Toyota! It's going, Honda. Be, uh, it's going to be like that anime, uh, what's it called? That Wangan Midnight where they race on the highways and the... Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so I think... Uh, what we would really like to talk about is a much more exciting car. I think a car that is more worthy of the GR badge. Yeah. Why don't we just go and look at the all-new GR Yaris. Alright. This is the most hyped sports car of the decade, I would say. Out of all the other great sports cars that has came out before this, right? Like the Supra and all the other M cars from the German manufacturers. Those are the cars, I would say, they come out every... It's predicted, right? They come out with um, updates and new models every year, every few years, every generation. Yeah. But this GR Yaris is truly one in a million kind of a situation. It's basically a rally homologation car. And I think the last time we saw a homologated car was what? 10 years ago? I don't remember when was the last time I saw one. Uh, I think the last one I saw was a Tommy McKinnon edition Evo. Holy shit, when was the last time the world saw an Evo, right? Yeah. When Toyota made the Supra, they said, 
you know, we're going to work with BMW because it's going to cost too much to create a sports car from the ground up and it's not going to make a lot of money. But then when it came to the GR Yaris, they basically took that no money reasoning and they just threw it out the window. They took a front end of an European Yaris and they took the rear end of the TNGA Corolla platform and they just put it together and they throw in the world's most powerful three-cylinder engine and we don't even know where this engine came from. I think it's a brand new engine or they chopped it from a Camry, I don't know. Uh, it's a brand new engine, yeah. It's a brand new engine. <laughs> it takes money to develop. Alright. It puts out like 250 over horsepower and 360 Nm of torque. And can I say it again? It's a three-cylinder 1.6 liter turbo engine. Yep. It goes from 0 to 105.5 seconds. And and just a few years ago, Toyota was saying, oh, we don't have money to make a Supra. And then they just went ahead and let's throw all our money into making this homologated car out of the blue. Holy shit! <laughs> what, what happened, Toyota? Where, where the hell did... What happened to... We have no money. Magnum 4D. <laughs> I think it was the world's biggest Magnum 40, guys. I think uh, Toyota decided that when, uh, when they want presence back in the motorsport scene. La. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the way they come up with Supra, the WRC, looks like they they, they sort of missed that, that uh, motorsport presence. They want to gear them their brand up again i don't know they they're trying to prepare for something i'm guessing something like that when, whenever a manufacturer does all this is more like they're trying to set up their branding for something coming up they're out to make a statement la, i guess it's definitely losing that uncle stigma la. if you ask me it feels like the other japanese brands starting to be more uncle and Toyota is the one that you know let's let's be fun again when was the last time you saw a fun exciting toyota other than the Supra, yeah. The 8.6 lah, but that was like more than 10, 10? Donkey years ago, right? Donkey years like, ago. Oh shit, Toyota came out with a manual sports car. Dude, it was cassette years. Cassette. No cassette. <laughs> <laughs> when you said they put a pencil Walkman, you know, you know Walkman? Ah, Walkman, that was the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was how long? For modern day sports car, it comes with only a manual. Which is very rare. Very rare these days, man. It's just incredibly rare. And it's uh, being a rarely homologated car. It's a four-wheel drive car. Dude, you know how, how long has it been you look, I mean, going in and out through forums, looking at uh, Toyota uh, loyal fans, they're like begging for a car like Supra or I mean the GR Yaris to come out, you know? I mean, like years after years, they're like asking question, big question marks to Toyota, like, where is the next MR2? Where is the next Supra? All, all stuff like that, you know? I mean, they get their uh, prayers answered, uh, I guess. After we all heard them saying that, oh, you know, it costs money to make a sports car into Supra, then we all like, uh, you know, that this is the end of the sports car. And then wham! To hell with reasoning and money. Let's just do something crazy. Uh, and I think it's it's a limited run. There's only like 25,000 units worldwide, correct? Correct. It's made in the Otomachi plant in Japan. The very same factory that used to create the Lexus LFA. This thing is born from another legend's birthplace. Like, uh, I'm just, just mind blown, guys. I don't know. <laughs> and I think because it's limited run, uh, every country also gets like a limited... Uh, 
number of units. If I'm not mistaken, Malaysia has what one of the highest number or yeah, it's close to about almost two hundred units. I mean, Malaysia is close to two hundred units, and I'm if I'm not mistaken, Thailand in Indonesia has like closer to the number is closer to the lower hundreds. Uh, Thailand gets about 70 units. Which I'm honestly very surprised like, because if you look at Instagram and you go and see the social media, Thai car culture is also crazy strong. They are crazy strong but they are more to modifications. But they, we are probably stronger in purchasing a brand new sports car the way I see it. They are, their scene is stronger at the modification and customization part. So coming back to the GR Yaris. Daniel, I know you've been waiting for this for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. So tell us. Yeah, we we've been hearing you like having sleepless night watching videos oh, of it. Man. You won't believe the amount of videos I watch. First off, right, this thing has like four variants uh in Japan. Oh. So it, they have the RS, the RZ, the RZ high spec, and the RC. The differences are the RS is the, uh normal 1.5 CVT front-wheel drive car with about 130 horsepower which I don't think we will ever get here and we will never want here Hey, don't diss the, don't diss the Iris spec <laughs> <laughs> And the next on the list is the RZ convenience pack which is uh, has basically almost the same as what we're getting but uh, what we are actually getting is the RZ high spec with a circuit pack that thing comes with all the goodies, lah. You know, the highest horsepower, the eighteen-inch wheel, things like that. So we're getting the best one, lah. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, we're getting uh, the UK spec, which is limited to about two six one PS, and the one in uh, Japan actually has two seven two PS. Oh, oh so yeah. the one in Japan is more powerful. Yeah, so you know. It's uh, due to fuel, right? I, yeah, I think it could be because of the fuel. It's the same with the FD2R last time. Yeah. Oh, this is something I didn't know at all. Yeah, it's the same thing with the Golf R also, which has a decrease of about 20 horsepower. Ah, okay. But I mean, for a small car, that power is still plenty. Because in our country last time, the highest octane fuel we have is 97. So some of the cars are able to be tuned to a higher on number but we are not getting that kind of fuel here so we cannot have that kind of engine mapping with our lower grade fuel so the manufacturers have to detune or you know Malaysianize the car lah, so to speak mm, okay that makes sense lah. and so that leaves us with another spec which is called RC it's basically a bare ready spec which is similar to the RZ, no aircon, no infotainment, 17-inch wheels, 16-inch brake discs. Ah, oh, now you're talking. I like that one. That one is the that's the Mizi spec one. <laughs> it's meant to be ready for rally mm. and dirt trial competitions. Mm, okay, that makes sense. No rear seat lah. <laughs> the Mizi spec. Uh, rear seats. I think I think it does come with rear seats if I'm not mistaken. But then again, you know that car is so small that. Uh, the rear, I don't think you can sit anyone. Yeah, it's more like something you would put your spare parts and groceries. <laughs> or you know, a baby back there because oh. you basically have to be a midget to get inside. Or your headless kid. La. <laughs> and I think the, the one, one other thing, uh, remember we were going all crazy about it on WhatsApp, was the brick ducks. Oh yes. 
we're getting the one with the open brake ducts. Yeah, uh, that comes with the circuit pack. There's a version with a closed brake duct. Uh, so the convenience pack uh, actually doesn't come with the open brake duct. Mm. It only comes with the circuit pack. I see. Ah, is there like a piping at the end or is it? Uh, I think it's ready to be piped. So it's not pre-piped? I don't think so. <laughs> is that even a word? Normally it's either there's... Uh... Literally, there's a hose. Don't they, we don't call it pipe lah. They call yeah. it hose. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be just like a, a a nozzle pointing towards the lower arm or the brake system. Yeah, I think then that's have, the case then, Yeah. Yeah. Then you have a deflector. Rarely lah. Rarely, very rarely, the manufacturers put a hose lah because it's troublesome for them to install everything. Mm. Um, it's also uh, cost. I, I I don't recall any. Major car manufacturer does that now. Daniel, mm. I think it's a stupid question, but would you buy this? Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> Most definitely yes. If I have the money, which I don't, because I'm poor. And speaking of price, it goes for only, and I'm going to use the word only. Only 299k. But, 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 today's news, uh, I think it went down by like about 12k. There's a 12k discount if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, about 12 to 15k because of that uh, tax exemption, and it's only 286,000 ringgit. Only. Emphasis on only. Wow, I say only, but I can't even afford anything above whatever I'm driving right now. But I mean, I think one of the, the things we were discussing is that we were expecting this to cost so much more than the Civic Type R. Yeah, well, in the UK, it's slightly more than the FKAR, but here, Oh, surprise, surprise, it's cheaper. What was the reason? Is it because of the tax? Yeah, it should be. I mean, that, that's one of the reasons why it's slightly cheaper, but why the price is lower than what was expected to begin with is up to anyone's guess. Maybe because it's 1.6 versus a 2.0. Oh, maybe because it's a B-segment car. Could be. I don't know. But, I mean, if you ask me, this B-segment car is not a B-segment car. It's not even a... This thing is one hell of a beast. Like. Yeah. You know, like, our Malaysian road tax system also based on your CC, not your, uh, what do you call this, uh, pollution caused by the engine. you having the smallest engine in town, but your uh, all the pollution coming out versus a modern day V8. Oh my God, I tell you, the road tax system is silly now. Like. It's outdated. If you had to choose one thing, Daniel, that you really dislike about the car. Really dislike? What? Is it yeah, what you dislike? The yeah. cheap plastic on the dashboard. Actually, that's, that's a very interesting thing though. Because it's basically taking the entire front end of the European Japan Yaris and they just slap it onto the, the rack. But while you hate it, I think I kind of like it though. Okay. Yeah, because like, I don't know. For me, when I think of a kind of sports car, race car, I think, I feel like inside should be just as simple as it can be. Mm. And that's pretty much what the the... Like hard plastic Yaris dash does that. Well, from the early reviews and all that, it seems like uh, it's really cheap plastic. You know, the, the type where you just knock on it and it's like, uh, you know, like what poverty versions of other cars is. Ooh, like our very own Southeast Asian Yaris. Mizi, <laughs> 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 what about you? This car, yay, nay? I think it's a, I think it's a stupid question at this point now. I just want to ask. Uh, is a is a yay for me. Is a yay. I like. I really like it. But uh, I is a car that I really gonna 
spend time thinking about it first because the FK8R is just it sounds nicer to me lah. I don't know why. But, but isn't this thing like slightly faster off the line for the Century Sprint? Correct, correct. Yeah, but I mean, um, you see, is is a four wheel drive car, and uh, the way a four wheel drive car drives through a corner is naturally you will under. Okay, and the FKR though is a front wheel drive, it is tuned to be slightly on the neutral side lah. So, uh, being being someone who I don't know, I don't really like un being in a situation where I understeer into a corner or mid corner. So, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking of the FKR. I don't know why. I'm just the the way it drives lah. I mean, no, I'm not taking anything away from the car. It's brilliant. It's fast. It grips lah, you know. But when you're at the limit, the car would would probably under. Uh, it was not gonna be a tail happy car. Uh, but uh, correct, but yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a drift mode or something. Uh, there's no drift mode. Uh, but there are three driving modes actually. So I think the most interesting one is the sports mode, where you know they change the distribution, front thirty, rear seventy, to make it uh, feel like a rear wheel drive car. Huh? Slightly more, yeah. So how, how how does it drive? I mean, uh, any any uh, reputable. Journalists has uh, give a verdict on it. Yeah, yeah, quite a number of uh, journalists, especially in the UK, they they would prefer the uh, sports mode. Mm. Well, they wish that it was a little bit more uh, playful. Not tail happy, yeah. Yeah, it's not that tail happy yet. Mm. When you put up a car like that, is GR Yaris the successor to the Celica GT4? Mm-hmm. It has to have that characteristic together with it. It has to have that that that, that behavior, that hooliganness, you know. Correct. It has to be. If it's too too disciplined, too tight, you know, you, you probably like ah, it's computer, you know. Mm. You start to doubt yourself, you know. Ah, that's what that's my point, lah. Yeah. I mean. Speaking of tail happy and funness, there is this car comes with a manual handbrake, which I think a lot of us appreciates. And there's, there's this one feature about it, which I'm honestly not sure at all what the heck is it, where you pull it and it detaches the rear axle or something. It's similar with the Evos and Subaru. So because when if you do not do that, then probably you will basically destroy the diff because your, your wheel is all of four wheels connected it's at the same time. But you want to lock the rear, see? But you want to have the engine keep on going. You cannot lock the rear, but having the front to dri- to to continue driving because it's four wheel drive. So the the computer detects the handbrake is up. So it, the the out uh, the electronic clutch the 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 clutch the center diff to separate the rear from the front. Oh man, can this car get any more interesting? It's the modern day Evo. We talked about this last time. It's yeah. really like the modern day Evo. Smaller though. Smaller, yeah. Smaller, faster. I mean, I think the, the small size is great. Like, yeah. More efficient. Right. Another thing that I would like to talk about is the full carbon fiber roof, which is actually not really full carbon. Uh, it's something called CSMC, which is carbon fiber reinforced sheet molding compound. Wait, did you say shit as in? Shit. S H E E T. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. I just, Come on I just la. wanted to make sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, uh, I think it's like a carbon reinforced plastic composite. 
it's not fully carbon but but it's light lah yeah but it's like it's that matte carbon fiber texture right correct i i don't know why but i really wish it was the conventional carbon fiber appearance you know i mean i looked at car and i saw the matte black uh top i was like oh yo so off i don't know about you guys but to me coming from the time where carbon roof was cool like you know the m3 csl or the bm4 m3 right yeah the, it was the the checkered you know the checkered fabric uh shiny mm, glossy right? finish then also i saw this gr reviews i was like okay please tell me that's carbon roof and please tell me it's there's an option for the glossy finish <laughs> it does look odd lah. yeah i have to agree that i mean if you stare at it uh, stare at it for a long time you're like no ah, why <laughs> It feels off, right? Like the whole body is shiny and then you get to the roof and it's like... What? Uh, yeah. Muted. Yeah. I'm splitting hairs lah. I mean, you know, being picky, right? But to me, I don't know lah. Maybe I'm old school, sangat go. But I don't, I don't fancy this matte roof. I mean, it's light lah. Thank God it's light lah. I mean, this is the reason why the car is so good. The car is... It's lightweight, it's on diet, it has aluminium roof, it has aluminium doors, the hood. What else aluminium? I don't know. And then uh, the CG is low. No, means this I give it a pass. Uh. <laughs> I know. Daniel, what you what do you think? What do you think about the roof? Uh I think it looks okay. It's a bit on the muted side, like I said earlier. Well, if it lowers the center of gravity, game on man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a light but quite thick colour. Oh yeah. There's something we all want in uh, other things in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, the the rim actually the when you I look at the rims for for some time I I mean it's like lari tema sikit I don't know why but the body is like race car and then the rim is like yeah it's a E-class uh, you know it's like I know lah multi spoke there like not like the old school JDM yang you know Take spoke six spoke like that no like I don't know like, to me like, I think the days of thick spokes the kurang lah. Yeah, like, I think I think it's just me lah. Like, you know. Like, so you you like your car thick, your rims thick. It's all right, man. It's all it's all. It, <laughs> I like it. We all. It's all We're not judging. Espresso Brahmins. We we don't judge. <laughs> yeah, we we don't judge. You like it thick all the way. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's let's go over the competitors for this thing. Like, it sits at a price range of, uh, let's go with 300k, right? I think with insurance and all the other, yada, yada, it's going to be close to 300k. And 300k in Malaysia gets you quite a lot of uh, race cars, sports cars, and the like. Correct. Mm-mm. Yeah, so like, uh, I mean, Daniel, man, what would you like say is a good competitor for this car? Or Okay, to be very honest, this car really have no peers to compete with. Because it's a B-segment car, but it punches one class above its weight. Lah. So uh, for its price and power, I think it, it's in Civic Type R and Golf R territory. But for its size, I think you know the sub-compact Holy Trinity hatches, which is the Fiesta ST, the 208 GTI, Clio RS. You know. But for price and power-wise, it's somewhere around Type R and Golf R. Lah. How much power does your Fiesta put out? Uh, stock for stock is uh, 197 horsepower. Oh, then that's a massive leap. <laughs> the Yaris has a massive, yeah. massive leap over there. Yeah. 
Yeah, Daniel. Daniel really uh hit the nail right on the head. Uh, the GR Yaris size wise is like Fiesta, but on paper it's actually like FK8R or maybe almost there lah. So it's it's a funny car. It, it, it it's like Mayweather, you know. It's like he's winning everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can't really compare. So you have to compare. You you in in this context you cannot con compare about size because this this kind of cars is not about the size. It's about the spec. So that's why naturally people be comparing it to FK8R. But to be honest, I think it's closer to the. Focus RS, both are four wheel drive, but this one is lower on the power. But it's also a lighter car, right? Focus RS is quite huge. It is, yeah. Yeah, so I think it kind of balances out lah in that in that area. Yeah, yeah it's, really, it's true. Because you you can't really find uh, an apple to apple comparison because there's no such thing. Correct. Yeah, this thing just sits on the fence. Yeah, correct. It, it wins there, it loses there. You know, it wins somewhere else again. So is is one of a kind. But I think for that that three hundred k price, I would I would say like uh, it's gonna be really out of the field. I think the Kia Stinger will be an interesting competitor because when the guy goes to buy the car, right, he has three hundred k. They they're both vastly different cars, but at the same price point, it's I don't know. I would say if you ask me, I like the Stinger. I would have a right. if I had three hundred k, I would be thinking like, oh, do I go with the Stinger? Which already is super uncommon in Malaysia, and then you have the Jaguar, which is also very uncommon. How much power does the Stinger output? Yeah, I think that's a. I think it's like three hundred something horsepower. Yeah, I need to check. I I don't remember. <laughs> but it is a way heavier car, though, right? Yeah, the Stinger is more like a grand tourer thing, lah. And it's not. Uh, doesn't have four wheel drive. Correct. Correct. The thing is, if you are comparing the Yaris. GR Yaris to another car, then the car is not for you. The GR Yaris is meant for those who look for ultimate performance with ultimate sacrifice for comfort. They want out out and out performance. When the GR Yaris was launched, these people they already know what to get. They they already aim for the car. Is is this is not the the market where people like hmm, should I buy this one or that car. No, no, it's not about this car or that car. It's about you want that car because you know what you're paying for. That is what Yaris Yari is all about. Aside from the FK8, because uh, you said you would consider that over the the Yari Yaris, what other car would you be tempted with away uh, from the Yaris? Someone asked me this the other day. I mean, uh, <laughs> a random question: if I want, if I wanted the Yari Yaris or not at the canteen somewhere. So anyway, can you can you imagine the awkwardness in front of my chicken chop, and then so so my chicken chop went cold. Uh, so I I I mentioned two other cars, the FK R and the Golf R. So the Golf R lately I'm more like you know I don't know why but I think I'm getting old. I wanted a car that can do it all. So the Golf R is very you know um nice option for me. Is it sounds like that, right? You know, Golf R, FKAR, the Yaris is. Which generation of Golf R? Uh, in the current one or the seven is okay. It's both are brilliant cars, uh. So I mean, you look at Yaris, uh, You know, you know, you will get a herniated disc in in six months. <laughs> you, you, you know that car will give you hospitalization. You, you know that car will give you pain. 
at the same time you will be smiling ear to ear so you like I, I don't know I'm thinking like you become I a masochist driving the thing yeah dude you, that car is all out bonkers you know it, it's it is meant, it is <laughs> it, meant, it was meant for those who having stress at of office they want to release their stress they jump into that car do a couple donuts and come back in the office after lunch and say okay I'm ready to talk <laughs> oh man that sounds perfect la. <laughs> yeah this is the car this is the car it was designed like that it won't overheat on you it's, it was it's, it's halfway rally car really so I'm not ready for that kind of life la, you know <laughs> But true sure, like, if you want something that balances, like truly balances a lot of things, the Golfa seems like a very comfortable choice. It's luxurious, comfortable, and packing heat. Dude, the Golf R sells more than the other cars. Way combined. more, yeah. The, the how Golf much does the Golf R go for? 300? It's exactly 300, 300? I think, no. It used to be sub 300, but I think the, the current one is just uh, a tad above 300. I know you can check, uh, but... What about you, Daniel? You already have a hot hatch now. That's uh, one of the trinities. Mm-hmm. What would tempt you away from the great GR Yaris? Probably that's what GR stands for, great. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. So, tempt me away? Yes. From the GR Yaris. Uh, an actual rally car? <laughs> is that good? Is that good? Yeah, it is, it is. The car is purposely built, you know. You know how long do people wait for Toyota to produce such a car like this, a special car? I mean, it's where you pay 300k and you know 290,000 went to the transmission and gearbox and the engine and 10,000 went to the interior only. So <laughs> that is how serious. Probably less than that. Yeah, they threw probably less than that. All logical business thought and just said, "We need to make this." No, they probably use double sided tape for their interior. <laughs> no, 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 that's nothing. <laughs> it's so that it was that serious. Will we go and test drive it? We'll try to pull. Yeah, we we'll try to pull it. And see, hey, got double sided tape. <laughs> oh my god, this is it's crazy. It's it's oh <laughs> and it's selling uh cheaper than the fk8r I, I don't understand because there's so many unique parts and and component in the car i mean well, you know when there's unique parts meaning they they have a higher cost in r&d for that so i just i don't really get it how can as if they're like giving us present like okay i'm blind here you have the cost like that you know you know what blows my mind the price of the car in langkawi oh Please share. Yeah. How much is it? It's about 140k. How, how much? 140k or so. Holy smoke. What? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, with whatever you're going to pay full price for, you can essentially get about two cars in Langkawi. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm moving there tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna rent there. Eh? I'm gonna start uh, working. And we're all working from home anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, 140k. Yeah, somewhere there. It's about the same price as when the FK8R came out in Langkawi. But FK8R was like higher, right? It was like 170, 180k. No, no, somewhere out there only. But you know, you you can only use the car for three months, right? Which which which? If I am filthy rich, I'll buy four. And you right? <laughs> by four, drive each one for three months. Bro, if you are rich, you why buy here lah? <laughs> yeah, no. One quarter, go in. 
come out with another car. The next quarter, I go in, come out with another car. But can't you like, I, if I'm not mistaken, you can keep the car in Langkawi for like, after a number of years, then you can bring it back to Peninsula for... Yes, after a number of years. But if during that period, if you exceed, you can have penalty and you have to pay the full price of the car, I think. Oh my God. If it's, to be honest, if it's like five years, for example, I'm just trying it out. I think it's, I think it's a great deal. Yeah. You're going to pay 140k for this car. You get to drive it, how many, three months? Year? Yeah, three months. I mean, I mean, most people. Thirty days, yeah. Most people will pay for like what nine year loan anyway, lah. I'm not, I'm not sure for this kind of car. I mean, after five years, for example, it's yours and you only paid hundred and forty right. grand. And this is one of those cars where it's not gonna get old in five years. It's gonna be still with that GRRs. The price is just gonna go up. Imagine if you have three spares, you sell one, lah. You don't have to sell all of them. Just sell one. You're making a killing. Okay, so any of you plan to, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think the three of us should go and stay in Langkawi like forever now. <laughs> we, we see you can still fly down and go and fix your airplanes and stuff. This is crazy, that's a crazy deal. I do not want to participate in this ridiculous idea. <laughs> think about it, man. If you have that kind of money, won't you do it? No lah, I mean, if I got that kind of money, I'll probably buy here lah, and use it every day. <laughs> I use it every day. You know, just to confuse your friends, like, eh, eh, how come your car number plate different? Eh, how come the number and the color different? I mean, there's three different colors. So you can have two, I don't know, two white or two red, two black, and then one of the other. Or if you want to convert one into a, a track specification. Yeah, you could just got it. The Mizi edition. <laughs> and there you have it. Holy, holy but, crap. But, uh, well, but seriously, uh, there are people actually talking about that and buying it in Langkawi. I mean, yeah, ahead, I was uh, one it, of them. It, it, it's, it's worth it, lah, you know. It's, it's worth it. Even if it's in Langkawi, it's still your car, bro. I mean, you still own a GR Yaris. That's a fact. Now, how, how, how many person can you go and say like, hey, you know, what do you drive? Oh, I drive a GR Yaris. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a Yaris GRS. <laughs> But you, bet, you better turn around and go away after that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thunk, right? Like 10, 20 years ago, you know, you say you're going to buy a Yaris. Oh, that one. Uh, uh, okay, la, cheap economical car. Now? Oh, man. You buy a Yaris? It couldn't be further from cheap and economical. <laughs> Guys, hold up. Just before we sign off, we just remembered something. We... We, I think it was a, a leak or a teaser photo of the GR Yaris going around the green hill. Then why don't you tell us more? Alright, so uh, that video, we uh, it was revealed that you know that car came with bigger wings and some fender flares. You know. So it is hinting at a possible GRM and uh, Yaris. Yes, and... If the GR if the GR Yaris wasn't really bonkers, I think the GRMN is going to be super bonkers. What what does the GRMN stand for? The GRMN stands for Gazoo Racing Masters of the Nurburgring. <laughs> Serious? Uh? I mean the name itself, power bro, the name, power, masters of the Nurburgring. <laughs> I mean uh, you can't make it more subtle, uh, the name. <laughs> it has to sound power. It has to be, uh, Dude, I cannot imagine, right? A GRMN Jaris. Like, what? When was the last time the a GRMN car was around? Uh, a few years back. About three, four years. It was the... Maybe. What model was that? 
It was the Yaris. It was the older Yaris, right? The 2018 one. Uh. The, the, the Vitz, right? They call it, uh, was it a Vitz? It's called, it's called a GRMN Yaris also. Oh, it was a smaller one. And I think before that, they had a GRMN 8.6. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, that was like way back. So if if they're coming out with the current Yaris and a GRMN spec, holy sh**. Yeah, I'm 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 look I'm looking at the photo now. It, it, my God, it has canards, it has rear wing, and it has vents from at the side. It looks like Yaris went to the gym and never came back. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, is, it, it it looks like someone chochok steroid at a bone tooth and wake up the next morning like super angry, <laughs> so super angry. And want to wallop every Porsche GT3 in, in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's about to fly. Yeah, it is truly an exciting feature for Toyota. Holy shit. GRMN. Yaris. The front canards, they look like missile, you know. They're like, you know, it's like angry policemen. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we all can't wait to see uh, what's going to come yeah. with this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and hopefully it doesn't become a limited thing. What a contrast with the versus the 2018. 2018 one looks like have you seen the 2018 one? It doesn't yeah, look like it doesn't look strong at all. It's like a mini Asia. Uh, yeah, it looks <laughs> like an Asia going for a sports day. <laughs> but I think right, if they really come at the JRM and Yaris, it's not going to be uh, globally available car. La. I think it's going to be like the, the earlier German models. Limited in Japan, one, two hundred units kind of thing. Probably or less. Japan and Malaysia only. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to see the kind of thing on the road, I think it's good enough. Yep. I think to conclude, we can all safely say that um, we're back in that age where Toyota, the uncle car maker, is actually putting out fun cars again. Yeah. Right? And and if the rumors are true, the next fun car they're going to come out is the GR86. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it will reach here oh, as well. That, that one is worth my time. That one. Yeah. As long as they don't screw it up, you know, turn it into another Supra, which shouldn't be called a Supra. I mean, I don't think they will. Uh, looking at the current BRZ, the new one that's out in the States. So I think uh, as car people, as people like cars, we can kind of thank Toyota for realizing there are people who actually like driving. Thank you to Tommy McKinnon. Not, not Peter pattering around in their 10-speed CVTs. <coughs> <laughs> uh, damn. You just have to bring that up. Okay, uh, I think that's all the time we have today. What a Really, truly, what a time to be alive again. To see Toyota bring <laughs> this to, to life. Uh, thank you, guys. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Till the next episode. Stay safe and take care, everybody. Ciao. All right, bye. Bye.